to the Sandman Chronicles podcast, hosted by Dan the Gangsta Ass Killer Kirby and me, Daniel Watkins. Oh man, welcome! This is a this for is our first any, episode for any one or two people that may listen. Oh yeah, I mean we may only have one or two listeners, but. We shouldn't let that distract us from the true purpose of this podcast. Which is to be in direct competition to Josh and Jordan. Yeah, their their podcast... (laughs) Haven't really listened to it, uh, but I've heard not that great. Not that Mm -mm. great. Tried uh, to listen to it on a plane. Couldn't stand it. (laughs) Couldn't stand it. Fell asleep on the plane. Mm. Uh, In in this podcast, we're going to be going through... All of Adam Sandler's movies. Yes. And we're going to watch them and, uh, yeah, rank them all. Uh, the real purpose is that we are going to provide a full list of all 80. It's 80 of uh, Adam um, Sandler's. I don't think it's actually, I think from- he's credited with 80 things, but I think it's like 20 something. So or only 20 like, something. I can't, I, I would have to relook at the list. It's, it's a whole podcast worth of a whole yeah of, of content that we need to get through. Uh, you know the first the first episode that we are recording is uh, about the movie Fifty First Dates, which is one of my favorites. Uh, oh, I'm just gonna gosh. through. Are we going to argue about this then? Because I have different feelings. Well, you know, we'll we'll get there when we get there, but. I, I just I have some some fast facts that I'm going to call the tale of the tape. It was released. You have to February add a little uh, 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 fix it in post. You got to add a little sound effect. The what what was the segment called? The the segment. Yeah, the segment. You're, the, the, tale, the tale of the tape. Tale of the tape. Well, uh, so the tale of the tape. Uh, this movie was released February thirteenth, two thousand four. So that's a nice uh, release date, right before Valentine's Day. Mm. Uh, I'm sure that this was a great uh, Valentine's Day treat for uh, the lovers out there. Mm. The runtime is ninety nine minutes. That's uh, directed by Peter Segal, who uh, any relation? So I don't think uh, any relation to Steven Seagal. But I want to know, do you know anything else that uh, Peter has done with no. Sandler or just in general? I have absolutely no clue. Hmm. Well, uh, I was kind of counting on you to know that. So uh, this podcast sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> and our, uh, you actually not know? Know what? Anything about Peter? Peter Is it Peter Seagal? No, no, I don't. Oh, he made but, uh, Anger Management and The Longest Yard. Ah, oh, there we go. So I love Peter Seagal. He's made some of the best movies in the world. Anyway, yeah, our significant cast, we got Sandler, we got Drew Barrymore. Man, I love me some Drew Barrymore. Rob Schneider. Oh, <laughs> oh God. We have different this, opinions. Man, well, so I got to say, Rob Schneider kills it. Absolutely kills it in this kills movie. It. Oh, my gosh. Are our notes going to be... Polar opposites. <laughs> well, I think knowing the two of us, this is how this is our perspectives on on stuff. Uh, and this Sean is the Ashton, selling point of the cop, the podcast. 
Sean Astin, man, I love him too. Possibly okay. the best performance in any Sandler movie, but outside of Adam Sandler. But what about his performance in Click? Another Sean Astin Sandler performance. Well, you want to know? You want to know something? Yeah, I've never seen Click. We're gonna get there. We'll we'll get there. And then, of course, uh, we got Dan Aykroyd playing uh, the Doctor. Yeah, I f- completely forgot that existed. And then yeah, Dan I Aykroyd was there, and I was like, "How'd they get him?" I even forget, like, between when we first see him and then see him later on, I forget that he's <laughs> in the movie. And I'm like, "What is that, Dan Aykroyd?" And then you know, watch watch some of the movie. Dan Aykroyd is in this, and it- <laughs> yeah. But uh. So that's uh, just some fast facts, tale of the tape. Uh, you want to kick us of off the with tape. the synopsis? Oh, I'll gladly, without trying to go on too many tangents, like Mary Beth gets mad at me when I try to explain a movie to her. So <laughs> I'm going to interject some of my opinions in this synopsis real quick. And yeah, that, I'll rebuttal right back. Uh, this movie kicks off with, Adam Sandler's character being introduced as the most charming and charismatic man to ever exist, which is, I feel like a consistent thing throughout all of his movies. And why the heck is that? Because because like, I think it has to mirror real life. <laughs> you know, I think that like up until probably, I want to say 1994, Adam Sandler just laid so much pipe, just everywhere. Mm. He didn't have to be famous. He didn't have to be a comedian or he was a comedian. He didn't have to be like Adam Sandler. He's just a charming, sweet dude that, I mean, Kevin James was all about it uh, in the movie. Also play the game of spot Adam Sandler's wife, not as the love interest in the movie because she's in that little montage as one of his lovers. And so continuing with the synopsis i guess um where was i at oh and then also why is adam sandler also like one of the most successful like i think it's also in just go with it he's always like he's at the peak of his career in a field that's so interesting and he's just and okay moving on uh I'll try to make this quick because I'm going to go on a tangent if I don't make it quick. He wants to go to Alaska. His He's got a boat. He's working on his boat. He Rob Schneider is playing some culturally in, inappropriate character. Once again, playing a character that is not of his own race. And he's his buddy. And he wants to go to Alaska to study walruses or something. Mm -hmm. And then his boat breaks down. He has a captain's log. That's kind of dumb. And meets Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore has short-term memory loss. Can't remember the day before. Yada, yada, yada. Father and son. What's the father's name? What is that actor's name? Because he's only in Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, I actually have no idea. <laughs> I, because uh, it seems like he's such a like cornerstone to my childhood of knowing who that man is. Of being uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I think that uh 
Yeah, is that Bill Russell? Bill Russell. Who's yeah, Bill that's Russell? Bill Russell. I think his name is Bill Russell. We can I'm call him Bill Russell for, for the rest of the podcast. I think the the character's name is Marvin. Marvin, I believe. I didn't remember a single name. Really, I have. I have some notes, and throughout the notes, I transitioned from like their real names to the characters' names. It's, uh, it's the actors' names throughout my entire, throughout all of my notes. I did that's not. not a, that's not exactly respectful to. Uh, it's a Bill. You craft. said his name is Bill Russell. <laughs> you got it so wrong. Bill, yeah. The, do you even know who Bill Russell is? Who's Bill Russell? Yeah, exactly. He's the guy in the movie. Blake Clark is his name. Blake Clark. Bill Russell's a basketball player. Yeah, he uh, played for the Celtics. He won 11 NBA championships. That shows you how much I know about basketball. What what did I leave out in the synopsis? Uh, Who have you left? First dates. Who am I explaining this to? Oh, so I got to say... One thing you did leave out the uh, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it's referenced the walrus just packs absolute meat. <laughs> uh, walruses, walruses have the they're the second largest uh, penis among mammals, and Adam you know Sandler is? is the first. Well, I was, yeah, I was gonna say I'm the first. Hey, that's uh, my uh, joke. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> makes the joke later in the movie, but. Okay, wait. Um, okay, she can't remember everything, or she can't remember the day before because she got in a car accident, and uh, the dad and the brother go every day recreating the same day over and over again until Adam falls in love with her and has to remind her every day that she fell in love with that goofy face. Mm-hmm. That's the I love movie. that line. I love. I love. The line uh, where he says something to the extent of like, "Do you wish I was better looking?" Like, cause she she meets him <laughs> for the first time again. Uh, I think that's uh, pretty good. Um, the actress who plays Alexa, the uh, the zookeeper mm. uh, of Ned's declassified fame, uh, she has some pretty good lines about uh, preferring sausage to taco. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was okay. Uh, but yeah, that's. I just I think, think I that that, that like add. character is not going to hold up in like if that was in a movie today of somebody who's androgynous enough to that nobody understands what gender this person is. I don't think that 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 joke's going to fly. Or in my notes. The whole thing about uh, uh, what's the whatever the dude who who's in all Adam Sandler movies with the lazy eye? <laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh, and yeah, the sex, yeah. The sex <laughs> reassignment surgery joke. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, let's start back from the top. We're getting lost. We're getting lost in the sauce here. What do you, what do you got going here first for us? Yeah, towards the end. And so it ends up, you know, she breaks up with him and he's like, okay, I'm going to go and sail. And then, and the loosest connection I have ever heard, the, uh, his, her father gives him a CD of the song that she sang. 
And because that song was on the CD he gave him, then he was like, oh, she remembers me. That's and not so like he runs, nobody would come upon that realization. Right, realistically. Right. That's just like, of course he gave him a CD with that song because that song means something to them. That's not mm-hmm. like that song is a revelation about anything. Also, anyways, I want to interject a small segment called uh, Opinions My Wife Has that I don't completely agree yeah. with. Yeah. But actually, I agree with this one. She said, I need to mention that uh, the part where uh, he is like, ah, that bastard giving me a CD of the song that would remind me of her. That son of a bitch. I'm not going to listen to this crap. And then it cuts to him. Wouldn't it be nice? She thinks it's the funniest moment. (laughs) It's, It's worth the ticket price alone. (laughs) <laughs> 50 first states goes back into theaters that's worth the I ticket think, price alone i think i would pay 50 dollars to see 50 first dates in theaters like i just i was watching it again and i man i love this movie i really <laughs> like all the little jokes i was like man that's awesome the guy nick the mm-hmm. chef at that diner I don't understand why he hasn't had a long career in comedy because he would would kill. He's I think the he biggest selling point kill. of the movie, in my opinion. He killed in the video part where he's like, "I became the governor of Hawaii." Uh, just and then it zooms out. <laughs> I'm too smart for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then he goes uh, Sandler at the end. He goes to the mental institution, and she doesn't remember him, but. She painted a gazillion pictures of him, which I think is beautiful and also hilarious that somebody had to paint all of those pictures of Adam Sandler, and I want one. I don't know why I, would, I don't Okay, have I was just going to say, I got some right negative opinions me. of this movie, but the money I would pay for one of those Adam Sandler portraits. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, you know, I love, I love, love, love this movie. I love almost all of Adam Sandler's movies. No one will probably hear me say anything negative about them. I got to be but negative, Nancy. How could you? Know? It's got all of the trademarks of a classic Sandler movie. Mm. One, Sandler is punching above his weight with Drew Barrymore. How'd they Absolutely get her to do gorgeous. this? Yeah, I don't know. Cameos from his buddies. You gotta have it. You got. Rob Schneider killing it as Ula. You got Kevin James in there. You got wonky eye guy. All of the uh, but, buddies. Yeah. But, and then there's that one dude that works the front desk at the mental Institute that mm-hmm. like, <laughs> there's nothing to, I, there's like nothing distinguishing about him. So I can't really describe him. He's just like the airhead that's in every Adam Sandler mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. He's the one that he forgets. Uh, that he forgets that everyone in there can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so funny. 10 second Tom. <laughs> okay. I genuinely think 10 second Tom is the stupidest thing in the whole world. Cause when they introduce, I, you know, I've seen this movie how many times, but I don't think I've ever seen it as an adult and watching it now as an adult, I am reminded of some like little aspects of the movie. And like when they introduced 10 second Tom, 
I was like, what the hell is this? I really hope they don't spend more than two minutes on this. And then he keeps coming back. (laughs) I love it. I love it. There's like three separate occasions where 10 second Tom becomes a part of the movie. And then uh, the other aspect of the classic uh, Sandler movie is he has like a, a rare, super cool job and he's at the top of his field. Uh, I think that's so funny. I think that's awesome. Uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier negatively, but I think it's awesome. I think that Sandler just has the biggest pair of cojones and he get, makes himself amazing in every movie he's in. So does Adam Sandler in this movie work a 40 hour week? Because it seems like he's just dropping in at the zoo every now and then. Oh yeah, I think he works a 40 hour week if you include the time he spends with Drew Barrymore. If that's part of his work week is going to see Drew Barrymore at a completely different part of Hawaii. Yeah, I don't think there's any rules in Hawaii. I think you can just kind of do whatever you want. Because it seems like the, the the it seems as though the movie's alluding to me that he's just like stopping in every now and then, high fiving the walrus, hosing off the penguin, and then heading on out. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's got to stop in for the uh, the big penis joke about the walrus every mm. now and then. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's those are the reasons I love the movie and. Yeah, I think everyone listening probably knows how great the movie is as well. I'm. Uh, should we swing back to the top and move our way progressively through the movie a little more incrementally? Is that a Absolutely. word? Absolutely. Incremental. Yeah. That sounds right. Because uh, at the beginning of the movie, when. Uh, they're, all the women are talking about how much they loved being with Adam Sandler. And one of the women in a foreign language that I don't recall what language it was said, she pa- he pounded me like a mallard duck. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, do we have any insight to what, why mallard ducks are being pounded? Well, I think that it was a reference to... Adam Sandler being the mallard duck oh, and wait, her I being the female duck. And as are we all ma- know, mallards are as, like well, pretty intense mallards, in the sack. Well, mallards are just male ducks. Mm. And I think that ducks are notoriously wait, just not true. aggressive in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> mallard, mallard is a whole species mallard. of duck. No, mallards are the men. You're no, bullcrap. No, let me. I'll. I'm almost positive that. Well, look mallards. at that. I was right. Right here it says all mallards are men. No, mallards. Um, male mallards are the ones with the green heads, and female mallards are the just kind of boring gray looking ones. Right. That's what I was saying. <laughs> in the uh introduction the the uh of Drew Barrymore first coming on to screen I remembered I don't like Drew Barrymore 
that this is this is a podcast for hot takes. This isn't all just you just praising Adam Sandler movies endlessly. I'm here for hot takes, and I don't like Drew Barrymore. Why? What's the selling? What 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 is? Tell me three great things about Drew Barrymore. She that make her unique. She has lovely hair. She brings a true joy when she is on stream. And she has an air about her that's perfect for this movie, I think. Mm. I think that you can uh, see in her expression that she is a little bit aloof. Aloof. And aloof. And that uh, that she, you know, I think her character, um, Lucy, mm-hmm. is very aloof. And uh, yeah, I don't see why why you have all this hate for Drew Barrymore, and why I don't know who do you think it should have been recast it? Who do you think should have been the recast female recast it? Um, Susan Sarandon. But, Easy, <sighs> no question. You would guess Susan Sarandon for all of it, every one of them. Yeah. And would it, the movie improve? Imagine no. Billy Madison, but Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon's the school teacher. Yeah. Speechless. I know. Whatever. We can move on. We can move, move on. on. I Here's an aspect of that I probably should have mentioned earlier about that's kind of a cliche or a trope in Adam Sandler movies that I kind of picked up on that. Mm -hmm. It seems as though Adam Sandler likes to ad lib in his movies, but they're like not funny. You know how there's like watchmojo.com top 10 best uh, improvised lines in movies Adam Sandler's never going to get on that list because they feel so like forced. I know when I watched a review of pixels, they were saying there's a whole scene where Adam Sandler's going around and just insulting everybody, calling them names. And at no point is it funny. And he just like, okay, the part where tattoo face, what's his name? Nick. Yeah, he uh, goes up and, and, you know, love the man. Best part of the movie. He's like, oh, Mr. Peanut Butter Cup. And he's like, (laughs) ah, Mr. Could kill me with one punch. That's like, (laughs) that's not funny. That doesn't need to be funny. It's the movie's perfect. Like it, 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 it seems like whoever wrote the script was like, ah, I'm going to write him as like a, 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 a really witty and he's always on his toes, throwing out some witty little, little jabs here and there, but they don't come across like that at all. Yeah. I don't think that Sandler's characters have ever been witty. That's not, that's not him. That's mm. not his game. You go now. I do think that the highlight of the movie is Sean Astin. Mm. Uh, that he steals like, the show. He does. Well, <laughs> he's <laughs> one of the greatest actors in our generation. Our next podcast is going to be all of his movies. 
when we run out of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, when we run out. I really think that should just be watching Rudy and then reanalyzing Rudy over and over and over again. Forcing ourselves to rewatch Rudy <laughs> several times. You know, in, in real life, Rudy was offsides. Yep. And like, did no, was also wasn't it like nobody cared about Rudy? It yeah. wasn't as like inspiring. Until Samwise Ganji made him lovable. Our lovable underdog. Mm. But you know, uh, yeah, I don't I think, think I've ever seen a Lord of the Rings movie in full, so. Maybe we should I take that detour after we run out of Adam Sandler uh, th- Those I will 100% fall asleep in. I'm too old for to watch a three-hour movie. Mm. Amen, brother. But, uh, yeah, he uh, the lines, just all, the steroid-pumping brother that has wet dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, can I interject yeah. something? Yeah, please do. And uh, kind of point ourselves to the other end of the spectrum of we're going to completely disagree on this. Yeah. When I say, who the heck cares about Rob Schneider? I love Ula. I love it. I I think it's so funny that he has all those kids. And I think maybe it's bad that I think this is funny, but that they have the Hawaiian names. That makes me laugh. The part when he puts the mop on his head and he's pretending to be Drew Barrymore. (laughs) He's got the coconuts. (laughs) It cracks me up. I think he's hilarious. Here's the thing. I was watching a clip from Conan, as you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, it was Conan interviewing Adam and David Spade and Rob Schneider and uh, I don't know why, but uh, Nick Swartzen was there and uh, Norm MacDonald was there. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the comments was like just roasting Rob Snyder because he kept trying. He was like would quietly sit there for a few minutes, wouldn't like contribute to the interview and then would try to like interject with a fun, little fun joke that wouldn't land and the crowd wouldn't laugh at it, which makes me think like who honestly like a lead with Rob Snyder in like a lead role in a movie. Take Deuce Bigelow for, (laughs) for example, who cares about Deuce? Who's like, man, looking back at like some of the best comedy movies of like the nineties and the two thousands. Some of Rob Schneider's work has really been like a cornerstone to that era of comedy. Do you not remember one of your favorite movies of all time that stars Rob Schneider? What's that? Benchwarmers. Oh, shit. You love that movie. (laughs) That's the most like un-Rob Schneider like role where he's not playing some racially insensitive idiot or just playing some like weird, like his grown up, all of it. That's like his most, just like he's a standard person. 
who owns a lot landscaping company and just wants to play baseball and can hit dingers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I think Rob Schneider is a treasure. And I think Ula, the character of Ula is a treasure. It's I, uh, yeah. All so far, I have been throw- throwing nothing but shade at this movie. But I actually kind of like it. So I don't know. The only things I ever wrote down were just my confusion or just judgment of the movie, which now makes me feel bad because I wanted to give this a good deep analysis. Yeah. I mean, you, you can give it a good deep analysis all you want, but I'm just going to tell you, I love the movie and you can't change that. Cause I got to spend a few hard minutes on the scheme that the dad and the brother put together. Yeah, go for it. That's I think I might agree with you on that. Because one, it's completely unsustainable. If Adam Sandler hadn't interjected at the time that he did, they wouldn't have been able to pull that off for as long as they would. Eventually, something's got to give. There's just some details of their scheme that like, why is he watching the Vikings game? Why doesn't he's he? Just, he's a Vikings fan. Yeah, but she's just like, when she goes to paint, she's like, you could go watch the Vikings game. And he's like, yeah, I could. Or every day he could just go like, ah, I don't feel like it. That's Cause true. Because then, then she'll be like, oh, okay. Like, oh, no, I got to go do something. I don't need to watch the Vikings. I can't watch the Vikings game right now. I got to go do something. But instead, he just pulls out the tape every single night, puts it in, and watches it. And she's not even in the room knowing that he's watching the Vikings game. That's true. I think he just wants to make it a perfect day for his daughter. Which is adorable, I'll admit. What he does for her is selfless and wonderful. He's a wonderful father, but he didn't think this through too much. He gets the uh, the sixth sense for his birthday every time. Why doesn't she just say, like, when she's like, hey, you want to watch Sixth Sense tonight? Why don't they, like, I'm tired. How about tomorrow? Well, I think, and that's just compounded by the fact that the Sixth Sense is the movie that is ruined after the first time you watch it. There is no other movie that is ruined that bad after <laughs> seeing it the first time. It was it like the guy who wrote the screenplay was like, this is gonna be good. Yeah, did like, uh did M. Night Shyamalan write it? The the did he write Fifty First Dates? No, M. Night Shyamalan. I mean <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> six cents. Yeah, I think he, I don't know if he, well, I'm guessing he wrote it. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah. Well, that, that that's not what you were talking about, though, was it? No. I'm not talking about the six cents being like, oh, thought he really did something there. Because he did. He really did something <laughs> there. I'm talking about <laughs> 51st Dates. Whoever wrote 51st Dates was like, oh, if they're going to have to watch one movie every single night. Six cents. Yeah, That's a good I mean, one. he he wrote that line, and it was like that is a that rhymes. That's gonna kill him. The six yeah. cents is gonna just knock him dead. It's like uh, 
Have you watched uh, Hannah Gadsby's stand up at all? Yes. In the uh, in Douglas, she's like, "I'm gonna tell you a a Louis C.K. joke, and it's a great it's a great joke. Just be ready for it, and it's so great because I'm telling you I'm gonna tell it. But by the time I'm gonna tell it, you're gonna forget that I told you, so you're gonna laugh because it's funny, and then you're gonna go, oh, because you forgot about it." You forgot I told you. And then you're going to go, ah, because I told you you would forget and you would say, ah. So then you're going to say, oh, because I told you exactly how you're going to react. And then she ends her uh, special with it. And that's exactly what happens is that it's a great joke. And then is this her latest special? Yeah, it's Douglas. I haven't. I only watched the first one on Netflix. I haven't watched that. They're both super good. Highly recommend to all of our listeners out there. Support Hannah Gadsby. Mm-hmm. She's a wonderful human being. Yeah, she's from Tasmania. I didn't know people were from there. Isn't like Lord from there? That's you gotta not tell true. me who Lord is. The she's the best pop star to ever live. Pink? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Because okay. Pink is the best pop star, pop star to ever live. Mm. All right. <laughs> we need to get back on track. Also, thinking of the scheme, how does she manage every day to only interact with people who are in on the scheme? Well, I don't think... I think that all of the people that know her are in on it. And then everyone in her life just kind of works to keep her from interacting with too many people that aren't in on it. Right. Because the, actually, the I, think I, I think I wrote that down because I wrote that down before the whole officer tickets her. Right. And yeah. Then and that dad says yeah. like, it's one of the bad days. I completely, that, that, that comment makes no sense anymore. Also, um, they don't, remove any of the layers of paint so they're just constantly painting over ever so how many layers of paint is that i mean they did it for what uh six months eight months and that's the painting two coats of paint every night yeah i mean i'm sure they put some primer on it to get it ready so that's probably about three three four coats every day for how many days we can at least say half a year. So yeah, we'll call it about a uh, like 175 days, 180 days times three. Yeah, that sounds right to me. That's, a, <laughs> that's so many coats of paint. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, how thick is the coat of, you think the garage got smaller and you think she would have eventually found out because the, the room was getting smaller. Just ever so slightly smaller, and she noticed. I just think uh, eventually that's going to, yeah. something's got to give there. It's just a dumb comment that some nitpicky comment that I had to write down. Because all I want to do is not like this movie, but I can't. No, it's an amazing movie. And that's. The theme of this podcast is going to be we watch a movie and the whole time leading up to us talking about it, I'll, you'll send me texts like, man, this movie sucks. 
man, I hate this movie, man. Like Adam Sandler so stupid. And I'm going to be like, why can't you just appreciate it for being the greatness that it is? I love this movie. This movie formed who I was. And then we're going to talk about it and you're going to come in here with all your negativity. And as we talk about it, my joy for it is just going to overpower your negativity and you're going to be wrong every time. Well, here's the deal. I'm bringing a lot of negativity like right out of the gate here. And if we're ranking this, if this is going to be like a tier list and it's S, whatever S stands for, A, B, C, D, E, or A, B, C, D, F, I'm probably going to put most Adam Sandler movies in A or B. I'm not ever going to. There's like two or three Adam Sandler movies I'd put in F tier. Just as a little sneak peek, where does little Lil Nicky rank uh, on your tier list? You're mm-hmm. getting ahead of yourself, big man. We got a whole podcast to do. I just, ah, uh, man, you're I right. gotta spin you're the right. wheel. We didn't even explain to our listeners that this is completely. We didn't like go. We didn't pick fifty first dates right out of the gate. Right, that's true. That's true. I have a high tech wheel to spin to know which movie we're gonna watch next. So So do you have access to the wheel right now so that at the end of the episode we can... We can kind of leave the listener excited for what the next episode's going to be? Yeah, or leave them really bummed out because we got some, like, awful one. Mm. And (laughs) then nobody listens to the next one? Yeah. Yeah, and then we lose all of our listeners and uh, we really... We thought this was going to be super profitable, but we actually are just... You know, We're going to lose all of our listeners of our moms and our significant others. Yeah. That's four right there. That's pretty, that's pretty solid. That's probably yeah, four, four more than Josh and Jordan. So I don't know. I mean, we can probably plug it to, to them. I'm sure they'll listen. I guess we'll cut this part out in post, right? Yeah. I feel like we're at about 40 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to probably, it's probably, it's going to be like a tight two. A tight two? A tight minutes. two what? Tight two diabetes? Minutes. Because I am spewing a lot of garbage right now. Uh, you know, I part of me just kind of wants to rip it right off and send it out there, but we're professionals. Mm. I hope yeah. that I can cut this out. <laughs> we'll see if I can figure that out. <laughs> Neither of us are audio engineers. We'll see if we even actually get this anywhere. Now, this is the part of the show where we rank the female leads. (laughs) I just want to say I think Drew Barrymore's hot. That's kind of the point of this part of the show. But, um... and yeah, I, I, I don't think, one think very highly of. Yeah, whatever. Of Andrew Barrymore. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Barrymore. Uh, I also, oh, um, you know, we we get into this. I had one last comment about the scheme. Yeah, what is it? What is when it? he makes the tape for her to make it nice and easy on her? You know, live every day like a new one. Hmm. 
Wouldn't that tape get really long after a while? Because he start he yes. has to get to explaining a lot of things, and it turns into she's watching a Martin Scorsese movie every morning. <laughs> like she's yes. got to sit through. Th- she's got to sit through Lord of the Rings every morning. That's why I think it's it's nice that at the end she's on the boat and it's a short and sweet tape. And then it's like, surprise, you have a child and you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> like, it's a lot to take shocking? in. Yeah. I think that's super shocking. After a while, does it become like how it becomes easier on remembering him because of all the paintings and stuff? If they have a child, does that become. Will that also like because she loves her child so much that she would instinctually remember them as well yeah i bet so also when she's like i don't know if this is gonna work like i'm gonna wake up every morning if we want to have kids i'm gonna wake up every morning with a pregnant belly not knowing why i'm pregnant and then nothing ever is resolved with that adam just is like whatever that's a whole nother movie when are that they going to make another it? 99 minutes? I don't know when they're going to make okay, it. Okay, back to the female lead, Drew Barrymore. Back to the female. Drew Barrymore is awesome. She's uh, number one on this list for so many reasons, but mostly because she is the first one. Um, do you have any arguments with her being number one on the list? Um, You'd think I would because I'm just being a negative Nancy this whole time. But really, I think in context, I I watched some video that was like, Adam was a really great friend to Drew and that like Drew Barrymore grew up as a kid actor and, you know, the classic story of a kid actor, they kind of fall, have a fall from grace. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's ugly and they turn into bad people and she kind of hit a dark place and Adam reached out to her and really helped her out of that place. So, you know, I can't argue with her being number one. That sounds good to me. And we're going to have, are we going to rank separate Drew Barrymore characters as female leads as in, in reference to blended the movie I don't think anybody has ever cared about ever. Yes, and my mom cares about that movie very much. So, is she, well, so are we going to rank this as in like tier list, like S tier, A tier, B tier? We we can do that in addition, but I was thinking just one through eighty. Hmm. So, oh my goodness. Okay, so you're yeah. just putting her at. You can't like. Right out of the gate, you cannot think of any other female lead in an Adam Sandler movie. This is the first one that we've done. So no one else can be in the list. Just like in our all-time rank of all Sandler movies, this starts out at number one. Okay. I get you. And eventually, Drew Barrymore will slowly fall. Or she Ah! won't. Or she won't. So next topic I want to cover with you is what would you change about the movie? Very specific. What are things you would change about the movie? Um, See, this is another thing where it's like, 
I'm a negative Nancy about it, but I wouldn't change a sing. I don't think I would change. Right. A- Me neither. Because, I like, would not change a single thing about this. Cause movie. there's like so many holes in the movie, but how else are you going to close up those holes? Right. I think well, whoever like, this is not an them, easy story to tell. Whoever, this is- whoever thought of the concept of like falling in love with somebody with short term memory and having to get them to fall in love with you again every day is a very true story is a very cute concept. Also, (laughs) this is just me just thinking completely off topic about how this is a classic Adam Sandler movie where it's just in a location. It's like he just wanted to take a vacation to Hawaii and found a really good excuse to do it. So that's fun. If nothing else, Adam Sandler takes care of the people around him, you know? That's, Take, takes his friends on a vacation to Hawaii. That's all you should expect. That's that's all you should expect in one of your, your favorite Hollywood fellas. Absolutely. And then, of course, as we talked about earlier, all-time rank in the context of all Adam Sandler movies. Number one, of course. But and, uh, I'm going to put it... At- in my in my tier my tier thinking, mm-hmm. it's an A, not an S. It's an not A. An, S, an A. Okay. S A tier. Uh, I'm gonna spin the wheel to know what we gotta do. Oh yeah yeah yeah! Next spin time. the wheel. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What the hell is bulletproof? It's an action movie. Is that one of the Wayans brothers? <laughs> it kind of looks like it. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Damon Wayans <laughs> and Adam Sandler in the movie Bulletproof. Yeah, I'm we have all to for watch this, this being one. the next one. Because I have no clue what this is supposed to be. Yeah, I've never. 96. And it's like, at, so this is like, this is peak Adam Sandler right after SNL. After leaving SNL, yeah. right? Yeah. He left, this... he left in like 95, 96, right? Yeah. Could, Matt, Billy Madison was 95. And I think Billy Madison was while he was still on SNL. And that kind of pulled him away from being on SNL anymore. I'm all for this bulletproof next episode. Yeah. Thank you for watching or watching, listening to the Sandman Chronicles. And Tushy, please sponsor us. I want to free the day. See you, buddy.